tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know Welcome to the Bench on self podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi, and thank you so much for tuning in. Bench on self podcast is about navigating binge eating disorder struggles, disordered eating, and negative body image. Although I share my personal experience with having a negative body image, eating disorders, and I do uncover bits of my personal story, this podcast is not as much about me as it is about you beautiful human beings who struggle, who fight, who grow, and who evolve every single day. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel supported on their recovery journey and simply for anyone who's trying to improve their relationship with themselves. I believe together we can turn something so negative, such as binge eating, into something more positive and hopefully go from binging on food and self-hatred to binging on self-love. Subscribe to the Bench on Selva podcast on your favorite platform and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. But there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know. Disclaimer, Bench on Selva podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. In this podcast, we cover the topic of eating disorders, so if you find this topic triggering, it may be better for you not to listen to this podcast. Always make sure to put your mental health first. Hello everyone, welcome to the Binge on Selvaf podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi, and I'm the host of the Binge on Selvaf podcast. I hope you are all doing really, really well, that you are taking a good care of your mental health and your physical health as well, because you deserve it. Today's episode will be dedicated primarily to the loved ones, to the family members and to the friends of those who suffer from an eating disorder and to those who would love to lend a helping hand to someone struggling either with an eating disorder, with disordered eating or with a negative body image but don't know what to do and how to do it and maybe they are scared that they will make the entire situation worse than it is. Witnessing your loved one going through tough times dealing with an eating disorder is never easy. It can make you feel pretty hopeless. You want to help, but you're afraid to say or to do anything because you don't want to do more harm than good. So in this episode, I'll try to outline a few things that I think someone close to a person struggling can do to help them. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. First, it's really important to say that obviously you love the person you worry about, whether you are their parent, a partner or a close friend, you want the best for them. And seeing them suffer from an eating disorder, disordered eating or a bad image can be hurtful and you want to do everything that's in your power to help them. And that's honestly so awesome and it makes you a really good person. But I think it's also really important to keep in mind that You can do everything and anything, but it's the person we're talking about, the person suffering, who needs to want to get better themselves. 
Of course, things are a little different if we're talking about minors who are not yet fully responsible for themselves, but if we're but if we're talking about grown-ups, adults, we are all responsible for ourselves. And I'm sure you know this from your own experience that people can tell you a hundred times that something or someone is not right for you or good for you, but unless you're the one who really believes that, no one can do anything about it. And it applies the other way too. You can tell someone that someone or something is not good for them, but unless they believe it, nothing is going to change. So I think it's really important to keep in mind that trying to help someone with an eating disorder or with a negative body image, you can tell them a thousand times that it is not good for them. But if they don't believe it, if they are not the ones who truly want to make a change, nothing is going to change. Sometimes putting too much pressure on someone can make the whole situation worse. But don't feel totally hopeless though. There are many ways you can do to support your loved one and let them know that you're there for them, but at the same time not making them feel like there's too much pressure. So what are some of the things that we can do to support our loved ones who are currently struggling with an eating disorder or with disordered eating, or with a negative body image, or how can we help someone who may be relapsed recently? The number one thing that I can't stress enough is to listen. And I mean listen. You don't have to agree, disagree, or evaluate what that person is saying to you. All you have to do is to be there for them and listen to whatever they have to say. Don't necessarily try to give them a piece of advice, although I know it's a natural reaction to someone sharing their problems with you. We want to help, we want to put our two cents in, we want to tell them what we think they should do. But eating disorders and mental health in general is a very complex thing. And eating disorders are not logical. And sometimes even well-meant advice can do more harm than good. I've heard so many people telling someone struggling with binge eating disorder to just not eat, don't buy the food, don't keep it at home. Well, that could work if that person wouldn't have a binge eating disorder. So you know what I mean? Try to avoid giving any kind of advice if you can. I've done a listening training last year where we've been taught how to listen and you would be surprised how much we tend to focus on what we're going to reply and how we are going to react, that we often miss the whole point of someone else trying to tell us something. Because we focus so much on ourselves, our own thoughts, our own words that we want to say, that we completely stop listening to the person that's talking. So try to listen to your loved one. Let them know that you're there for them if they need someone to talk to and make them feel safe and don't be judgmental about the things they say. Also, if that person does share with you that they are struggling, what I think is really important is to let them know that there's no reason to feel ashamed about any of that. Shame and feeling ashamed is what often stop us from admitting that we have a problem in the first place. So if you show them that they don't have to worry about being judged or about feeling ashamed, that can also help a lot. Another thing you can do is to encourage your loved one to get help. Maybe to consult the issue with a doctor, with a therapist, with a professional. 
Let them know that there's nothing wrong with asking for help. After all, that's why the doctors and therapists are here for, to help us if we can't help ourselves. However, it's important to mention that the person must be ready to get help. Again, if you're going to pressure someone to get help, it can actually make the entire situation worse. So be really careful, but if the person shares with you their issues, encourage them to get help and let them know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Quite the opposite, actually. Asking for help is a sign of maturity and bravery. My tip number three is to let your loved one know that if they need a support system, if they need someone who they can trust and talk to, that you'll be there. Oftentimes, just knowing that you have someone you can turn to, someone to share the burden with, is enough to make you feel better. I was very lucky to have parents who were there for me during my anorexia recovery. They didn't understand what I was going through, but they cared and they supported me. And that was pretty much all I needed. And later on, when I was struggling with binge eating disorder, I had my boyfriend by my side who was supporting me, listening to me, who was leading endless conversations with me about binge eating and about my body and about how much I hated myself and all that. And he was there, he listened, he shared his thoughts with me from time to time, but I never felt like he was judging me or pushing me in any certain direction or putting me under any pressure. So if you can become that person for your loved one, they're going to appreciate it so much. My tip number four is to make sure to avoid making any comments on your loved one's appearance, weight, body, shape or size. Your loved one is already having all of these negative assumptions about themselves And the last thing they need is someone else putting more fuel to the fire. When going through an eating disorder recovery, your body is going to change. It often changes way faster than the mind and the habits and the negative thinking patterns do. And such period of time can be extremely vulnerable. So instead of telling someone that they look great with the extra few pounds on or that they look healthy now, try to avoid making these comments altogether, no matter how well-meant they may be. Instead, ask them about how they feel. Tell them that they look really happy or really content if that's true. Don't put more pressure on the appearance and Rather, focus on how they feel and what makes them feel good and happy. My tip number five is to try to learn as much as you can about eating disorders. The reason why is that it's going to help you understand what that person is going through, how they're suffering, what are some of the things to avoid saying or doing. This way you'll get a better understanding of what that person may be feeling or experiencing. Fortunately, we live in age when pretty much every and any information is just few clicks away. So it's a good idea to educate yourself in this area of eating disorders a little more so you have a better idea of what your loved one is dealing with. I know that there are tons of information out there and that it can get confusing, but don't worry, there are many reliable sources where you can get your information from. I will link some of them in the show notes so you can go through them and make sure you get as much information as you can. Last but not least, there are so many other small and not so small things that you can do to support and help your loved one. 
For example, you can help them find a therapist or a psychologist that they can go to. You can offer them to drive them or to accompany them to the therapy session. You can offer to go food shopping with them. You can offer to go to a restaurant with them. Or you can offer to hang out with them if they don't feel like they want to be alone. You can cook a meal for them. You can offer them to eat together. You can offer them to be there if they don't feel comfortable in a certain situation. Make them laugh. Make them experience the good things in life. Show them that life has so much more to offer than what an eating disorder or self-hatred could ever provide. All of these things may seem small, but they will mean so much in the long run. One last thing I want to say is that it's never easy seeing your loved one struggle, no matter whether they're struggling with an eating disorder or anything else. And for being there for them, for showing them your support, you deserve to know that you are an amazing person and a really brave person. And you honestly deserve a hug for being such a great and supportive friend or a partner or a family member. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that today's episode was at least a little helpful to some of you and that those tips were maybe helpful and got you a better understanding how to help someone with an eating disorder. If you did enjoy today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the Binge on self podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or YouTube so you will be notified when there's a new episode out. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, take care and talk to you soon. Bye! Something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you are.